Welcome to a, another fantastic Shiro show. I'm Dave, and this is Trinoko. How's it going, What's guys? Up, guys? <laughs> it's opposite's uh, day. Yeah, it's opposite day. Um, I need this hat. I don't have a. I'll use. Uh, this is my hat. It says. Pat's in the driver's actually, seat, yeah. so I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna relax here. <laughs> go along for the ride today. Yeah, let me go. Let me get the. I'm trying to get the. To get uh tech. Padres. I put Padres logo hats into here. I'm trying to get it on my. Uh, here we go. Uh, nice. right here. Uh, put that. There you there. go. You're set. Uh, got my hat right there. I'll zoom in on it. There we go. How's it going, guys? I'm Dave. Here's my my Padres hat. I have the worst team in the uh the the MLB, and I am fine with it. <laughs> All right. Um. But yeah, welcome to a new Shiro show, guys. Uh, everything's going good. Uh, you want to tell us what you've been up to, Dave? Besides, unfortunately, being a Padres fan, which and uh, you can't do much about, but you know. Well, you uh, now that Pat is uh, is running, the, now that Pat's in the driver's seat, I'm basically sending audio directly into uh, Discord, so you guys might be able to hear the chickens that are like in the garage with me right over there. I've got like six little chickens, and they are just hanging out doing doing their chicken thing they're chicken and it out and pat is messing around with the browser. i forgot oh, to do this when i was going you gotta, live you gotta so squish it we're doing you live. gotta you gotta squish it so it's thinner and then that that, like that, that yeah. twitter part will no, no 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 well the twitter thing will drop off if you just resize the oh, browser in window. the browser yeah yeah you, your actual browser window you need to resize it so that the there, there you we go. go perfect See? all right guys yeah dave you do the stalling while i do this setup so yeah Sala. so chickens yeah um <clears throat> You know they do. They they scratch. <laughs> they do. I don't know. They're not mine. They're they're my wife's. But anyway, I guess you could say that they're uh, that I'm kind of along for the ride with that. And I your one flew over the. Your one was it one over one, one thing flew over the cuckoo's nest. nest. Yeah, that's what I was looking yeah. for. Oh man, Pat. Uh, but uh, let me see. What else? I don't know. Uh, work. Same so old. So if same you kick old. one of the chickens, do, do they all swarm you? If you oh oh right like cuckoos in in Zelda like if I if I yeah no I I wonder about that if I could like you know if somebody was breaking into my house would all the would all the cuckoos attack the attack the criminal I don't know yeah no I haven't tried kicking any of the chickens yet we'll see but uh, right now I'm kind of like the bad guy like they they're afraid of me they they like my wife but whenever I come around they're just like I'm they not hide a bad me. guy. Duh, dude. Do 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 do. Sorry, <laughs> I I had to do that. No, but uh, I mean, aside from that, just you know, playing uh, playing some Metroid Dread on the Switch. That's fun. Uh, you know, I'm pretty much done with uh, done with my revisit to Breath of the Wild. That was fun. Um, I'm trying to get back into Final Fantasy XII as well. Playing a bunch of Switch games basically. Still don't have my Saturn set up. Uh, which is a shame, uh, as or as Pat would say, it's a real sadness. That it's, a I don't big sadness. My, big it's sadness. A big energy. sadness energy. Big sadness. Big sad. Big depressing. Big sad. Essentially, essentially, it's right here in front of me, right? Like I have my two huge CRTs right in front, right in front of me, and but they're just kind of like sitting on a on a thing on this like small. They should be really sitting in the garbage it. can. I what just I need joking. to do is I need to I need to get on OfferUp and try to find a really nice. 
entertainment center kind of thing to, to stick my CRTs in and, and all my consoles. I don't have something like that yet, so I'm kind of stalling and waiting for the right piece of furniture to come up. So that you didn't I can, want to buy uh, that $250 CRT that you saw? Not a good deal? I do want to. I, I would love to have that thing. Yeah, so I was showing Pat this uh, this Sharp. I don't even remember the model number, but I mean, it was like that red wine color, just like the Famicom. And it was like a Sharp 14-inch CRT, really cute, uh, just beautiful CRT, and it was in excellent condition. But a guy wanted like 250 for it, and it's not. Let me tell you, I mean, and he was using all the game lingo like gaming TV, and he had it like with a little 90s or 80s Walkman, you know, and everything. He was really like trying to bait it. But I'm sorry, like I'm not gonna pay 250 bucks for a 14 inch CRT like that. You, know, you should. It was like a 14 inches. It is a 14 inch consumer CRT, mind you, for, for 200, it, for 250. It looked it's 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 more of a collector's piece, honestly, because of the color and because of the styling and everything like that. It's it it's like an 80s cons, uh, sharp consumer CRT, but it's like in pristine condition. Yeah, but 14 inches, you have to like squint to make anything out. That's why you no, put it directly in true. front of your face. That's really not true, Emerald. The the point, is, the the truth is that um, line density, being what it is on those smaller screens, um, a lot of times they look much better than the blurry mess you get on like 32 inch consumer CRTs. It's a lot sharper, I mean, yeah. It's a lot sharper. So you get a you you maybe maybe they're not like high resolution, but they're really dense, you know. So they're dense. They're um, dumb, dummy thick. Is, when is it comes to like those big ones, when it comes to like those big those larger size anything over like 22 inches it, it's nice to have the more tv lines like of the bvm because mm -hmm. then you know it looks really nice but you know you get into those you get into those consumer sets that are like over 32 inches and it actually some a lot of stuff a lot of times it can be a little blurry just because there's they're not very dense bigger is not anyway. always better as they say. Also, it'll break my back. <laughs> have you ever seen that? Have you ever seen the, the gif or like the video of the dude who's like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to lift up this huge CRT and then he like falls backwards, <laughs> oh. just smashes the darn thing, you know? That's why yeah. you got to do your deadlifts, people. Do the deadlifts, I, get that back in the shape and lift those CRTs. I'm not going to lie. I almost did that with the chicken coop. Like when I went to pick up this chicken yeah. coop, um, the coop itself, no problem. But the dude had these huge panels, wood and chicken wire and everything like that, these huge panels that you basically, you nail them all together and it creates the enclosure that you walk mm -hmm. into. So he was boosting it over the fence and he's like, here, take it. And I took it and I almost fell backwards. It was that heavy. I was like Jeez. lifting it by myself and I was like, oh shit, this is not going well. Come on, um, California and, boy, you can't lift those chicken coops. <laughs> It was just a lot heavier than it looked. It, it, I was like thinking, oh, this is going to be like balsa wood. It's just a, it's a frame and a bunch of chicken wire. But no, it was actually like quite heavy. <laughs> it's he as heavy as in, as in a heavy situation as it's dangerous. It's like dubious or it's heavy as in it weighs a lot. Like, you know, like Back to the Future Both. 2. Both. Gotcha. <laughs> Both. It was a heavy situation for sure. But yeah. So yeah, that's that's. I don't know if I forgot anything, but that's me in a nutshell. And Pat is running the show because his internet is better. So and he looks, and he looks sexy. I wouldn't go right, that Pat? far. <laughs> I trimmed my beard well, and I messed it up. It's not as good of a beard as I was hoping. I don't have to, to like recolor Pat though. Like what you're seeing now is like the true color of his webcam. So that's a good. That's thing. the true Pat color. Yeah, Hashtag that's the true Pat, Pat color. <laughs> You can take a color yeah. picker. You could take a color picker in like Photoshop and grab it and yoink it, and that would be Pat Pink. You know, 
Right yeah, there. it'd be like if you if it'd be like if you rip off my skin and wear it. Okay, that's got weird. Sorry about that. Don't we're literally rip off my just skin. vamping. We're literally just vamping here <laughs> because yeah, there's uh, not that much to talk about today. Yeah, there there is stuff, but we don't have news. There is stuff. Unfortunately, yeah. but we got well. Actually, we had a little bit. Uh, but yeah. Um, everything's good on my end. Uh, had some situations that weren't great that came up, but uh, I'm moving through it. Getting yeah, through it and. Not being sad, trying not to be, uh, but uh, pretty good. I've been playing a lot of Magic again, getting back to the oh, Magic yeah. Gathering, doing Commander. So that's been pretty fun doing that, and you know, <laughs> doing a bunch of jazz stuff. Uh, actually, they announced a new record from um, it's like the UHQ or the high quality records from Analog Productions. They yeah. announced uh, uh, Jimi Hendrix. Uh, uh, Are you experienced? Nice. Okay, yeah. now I have that album, but I, 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 it's an original. But this is what a re, repressing of that album. It's technically a yeah, it's technically a, a repress, but a high quality, like one eighty gram HQ. Yeah, it'll probably probably sound better than the original for sure. I, yeah, I let me see guarantee. if I can get a. I'm trying to trying to get the picture of it, but it's kind of like my search experience, my searching. It's not uh, it's not good today. I, or I don't know how to spell Jimi Hendrix. So, so without looking, without looking, can you tell yeah. me? Can you tell me? Uh, oh, you are looking though. You're online looking at it. I was gonna say, yeah. can you tell me the difference in uh, what track is first in the U.S. version versus what track is first in the in the U.K. version? Uh, the first track on the U.S. version, I believe, is uh. Uh, Purple Haze, and I forgot what the correct United's the U.S. one was off the top of my head. Unfortunately, I believe the U.K. had Foxy Lady. Oh, was it Foxy Lady? One. I believe so. Kind yeah. of bold, but yeah, here it is, right here. The Jimmy yeah. Hendrix "Are You Experienced" packaged. This been this cool. I I think. Box. I mean, no offense. I love Foxy Lady, but I think that like bump. I think that's really like a, yeah. a best first track to be introduced to this band, you know, back in the day. But yeah, the UK had like Foxy Lady number one. And uh, and I mean, that's still a good introduction to the band. It's just it's just interesting that they chose to do that. Yeah. So this one's the US version of it. It's got this whole box set. I wish I can go further. It's like this whole thing. Uh, it's about 125 sadly. So it's about one hundred and twenty five dollars. So if you wanna, and the, the thing is that, in all honesty, if you just want a really good analog product, they have the original analog version of it on here for about nineteen bucks, like readily mm. available. So if you want, you know, all analog mastering, uh, by George Marino, it's right here. It's stereo, but it's the same thing. Uh, like I said, this is a lot cheaper. It's a nineteen bucks, twenty bucks. So, uh. It's it's a win-win. It's only really if you're a giant Jimmy head, which on, mm -hmm. honestly, I'm not a big Jimi Hendrix guy, to be honest. It might be blasphemous to some people, but it's not my cup of tea, sadly. Really? But you're, yeah. you're we're talking about it, and you're not even a Jimmy fan? I think it's just neat. I think it's a really cool product, okay. and I, lo I like it, but I'm not $125 deep into Jimmy so, fan. Okay, if you're like a moderate Jimi Hendrix fan, what, what, what would you say is your, your favorite track of his? Uh, pro probably Purple Haze is one of my favorites. I really Purple like Haze. it. That cool. one or uh, the one after that. I forgot what it was. Uh, the dun 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 dun. Uh, uh, Maniac Depre Manic Depression is really good. Oh, okay, yeah. 
I would have to say mine is Little Wing, uh, and and I really like the version that uh, C.V. Ray Vaughn covered of it too. But I, I would probably still go with the original, with Oops. the original track. Oh, All Along the Watchtower is a really good uh, good track. Isn't that I technically a uh, Bob Dylan original too? It is. Uh, and is in is is it an original Bob Dylan or is it Arlo Guthrie? I, don't I think so. And then Bob Dylan, know. right? Like covers it. I think. Everybody covered everybody. It was like it's like uh, you know. Nothing's really changed. Rap scene is the same, you know, <laughs> lift beats from from different folks and stuff like that. But yeah, no. I know. I do like how a lot of people do cover a lot of Bob Dylan stuff. Like he did uh, a House of the Rising Sun. He did uh, In My Time a Dying. He did All Along the Watch. There's so many uh, Bob Dylan stuff that people, I wouldn't say covered, but people also played. Because uh, like In My Time a Dying obviously is not a Bob Dylan, so- Bob Dylan song. I don't think All Along the Watchtower is either. Yeah. And I'm not and and House of the Rising Sun I don't think either but I might be wrong on that. Right. I mean uh yeah, back then with the folk music craze it was just like different artists covering each other. You had like Joni Mitchell covering Bob, Bob Dylan but at the same time you had Jimi Hendrix covering Bob Dylan. It was all just like a different uh different flavor of like the same same thing but Pretty much. Uh, what was that? Uh, there's this one. Uh, there's this one Bob Dylan song that's like really good. That I was uh, the one that Steve Jobs was obsessed with, and I'm not sure if it was the. I was just times watching are changing. Them. Yeah. Uh, is it times are changing? I really like that song. I think it might have been times. Or, uh, yeah, no, I think that's what it was. I think that's the track. Yeah, that that anyway. actually is one of my favorite albums from Bob Dylan. Is uh, is that album or his first one? Mostly because I like the. Uh, I forget it was the um the one where it's like the farmer that kills his family. It, it's it's like uh, what was the name of the song? I forgot the name of it. But if anybody knows, it, it's the the one. It's like something farmhouse blues or something. Yeah, uh, I can't think of it. Hey yeah. Mark, or sorry, hey Mike Garcia, uh, Saturn Community Love. Yeah, thanks for joining the stream. By the way, guys, love. I forgot to mention if you if you guys want to help us out and share out the stream, get some more people in here to join us. For the hour, that would that'd be great. <laughs> I like more than it's old McDonald. I know it's a ballad of Hollis Brown. That's what it was. I'm sorry. That song's so good. Like that's one of my favorite my favorite songs because it's so depressing. Like the end of it is like it's like uh, there's seven people dead on a South Dakota farm, and then somewhere this since there's seven new people born. It's so tragic. It's like a uh, what's that? It's like a rejuvenation sort of song, which I I kind of think is kind of. It's kind of a sad, it's a bittersweet song, and I really enjoy that. So if you mm-hmm. like Bob Dylan, listen to Hollis Brown Blues, the best, in my opinion, one of his, my favorite songs by him. It's just so good. Cool. But yeah, uh, look that up, guys. Um, yeah, uh, actually, we could probably talk about a couple things. We don't have articles written up, but we can talk about uh, some of the goings-on. Like, I know the Phantasmagoria, are you familiar with what's going on with that? Yeah, well, I mean, what, that was a project that uh like four was it four or five people involved in that and i think knight was one of them and uh it was a you know translating that eight disc saturn version of uh phantasmagoria and yeah. now of course everybody everybody on a certain group is like doing long boxes and stuff like that you're getting a lot of repros already you know so you guys will have options <laughs> all right okay go ahead pat read it up read up the write-up on sega extreme all right, so uh, originally about about April third, two thousand. No, don't click on that link. Thank you. Uh, LG thirty talked about how he wanted to uh, 
translates the version of Phantasmagoria. This is about an 8-CD disc that was exclusive in Japan. And of course, uh, he wanted want to make it a French and English version of it. So he tried to, to try to match and, and mess with the files for a couple of years. And then eventually, uh, after a while, uh, him and a couple other people in the community were able to uh, patch it and uh, release an ISO of all eight discs of all the CDs. That's one for your uh, ODE, folks. Yeah, you want to you want to get an ODE really for that wanna, one. Unless you really want to trash your your Saturn CD drive <laughs> with all of the. I'm just kidding. You probably wouldn't if you were careful. But again, that's a that's a lot of wear and tear for one game. That's a lot uh, of discs. It is a lot of mileage. <laughs> I just cannot believe. Like it's still it, it it amazes me. That is that's one of those relics. That's one of those things you would never see. Like you would never see again. Is like them actually putting out a game on eight discs. I don't think you would see that in the in the West, honestly. I, it, can you think of one single console game that went that far? I can I can think of some that had like six discs, but eight is kind of ridiculous. That is a lot of It's kind of, of redundant nowadays. Uh, I mean, a double-sided <laughs> Blu-ray disc will be, what, like 100 or so gigs? Right. And everything else can be downloaded off the internet. True. Yeah, that's yeah, it's a just... load of discs. Yeah, it's just, I can, you know, and that's Phantasmagoria. Uh, there's some kind of really weird, strange, alien-looking uh, bug in my garage I'm checking out right now. Don't, anyway, don't, don't die, Dave, don't die. Yeah, I'll try not to die. It looks like something from The Thing or something. Anyway, um, the but thing? moving right along. <laughs> the Thing or The Thing? I, if I killed it and gave it to the chickens, they'd, they'd be thrilled. But anyway... Uh, where was I? <laughs> I was on a train Where of was thought. I? Where were you, Dave? Where have Basically, you been? I was, just, I was just thinking that there's just absolutely no way that, uh, I mean, even as popular as Phantasmagoria was, it was, a, it, it, it was in English. They easily could have released it in the States, you know. Um, but, of course, you, know, you have to take into consideration the fact that the Saturn wasn't doing too hot. Um, but they didn't release it on the PlayStation either. Like, with, with uh, did they? They didn't. It didn't. It only was like PC and Saturn. It was weird. It was like a couple different things. I know they yeah. released it years later for like the GOG stuff. So it's weird because in Japan, they, in Japan, of course, where Saturn was doing much better, they did seem to have this initiative of releasing PC games because they had like Zork and Zork Two Zork on the Saturn Pals. in uh, in Japan, and that's kind of an interesting playing a text adventure like that on the Saturn. Uh, is it's an interesting prospect, but they did it, you know, and they had other they had other games like that released on the Saturn in Japan, mm. but yeah, oh, uh, another one that was translated recently, uh, thanks to you know, A Murder of Crows and Shadow Mask was uh, Death Mask was Death Mask, another PC game that they that they seemed to, oh yeah, Dark Seed yeah, folks in the chat missed Lots of and stuff. and it's true. It was Japan. It was Sunsoft Japan that really pushed for Mist on the Saturn, you know, and that's kind of what got the ball rolling with you know Mist rolling out to to consoles and stuff like that. But but yeah, so Dark Seed, what else can you guys think of? But uh, anyway, yeah, so we just didn't get a lot of that in in the states, unfortunately. We got Command and Conquer yeah. though. We got Command and Conquer. Jeez. They should they should have got uh, ported Don't Fear the Reaper to the Saturn. That would have been sweet. You just talking about the song? Just no. There's a game called oh, Don't wait. Fear the Reaper with Christopher Walken. Oh right, it's a PC right. game. 
there's a video content developer that I don't a video content producer I don't want to mention his name today. Walked walked through that years ago. I used to watch him all the time. He used to be in Arizona too, but mm. uh he is kind of not a good person anymore, so I'm not gonna mm. give him advertisement for free. But uh okay. yeah, I used to, I that's that's how they introduced me to it. Uh yeah, the, the, yeah, if you guys look it up it's called Don't Fear the Reaper, it's a FMV game that does feature Christopher Walken. It is the weirdest thing. I don't know if what I don't know if it was coincidental or they knew what they were doing cuz I don't know what year it was obviously cuz I think that skit was in the 2000s, right? The 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 oh, more cowbell thing cuz that's when Will Ferrell was on, so I think uh... Yeah, late '90s or early early 2000s. I don't remember quite. Yeah. But if anybody wants to do some timeline comparisons in the chat, let me know and get back to me, and I'll give you a high five. So but anyway, yeah, kudos, but yeah, yeah, kudos, kudos to the folks. Uh, so, do you know? Can you can you find out like who all was involved? You said like four people were. Uh, so the cowbell sketch was April 2000. Uh, this probably would have been before that then. Yeah, don't fear the rape. I'll have to, I'll have to look that. But yeah, the. Uh, the, the um I also want to say that uh, people give him a little bit of flack because he used he basically just patched the ISOs directly, but he ended up uh, uh Trekkies was cool enough and did a patch of it, and patched it so that way they're able to fully enjoy the game. And I think uh and like uh yeah so he patched it up and it was good to go and the team that's behind it is of course uh LG thirty who's the head of it Kitchen thirty four CED two nine one one and was it. And Anna, VBT, and Knight of Dragon. So some new Did people. Did you say CED? Like yeah, as CED. In the Fenrir guy? Said? Said? I, I think so. Said 2911. I don't know if that's. I think maybe he might have been working with it in terms of getting it, working on the Fenrir, but I don't okay. know. So does this does this use Knight's Patcher? Like if folks actually wanted to download yeah, the patch and. I believe okay. so. It uses the. I just want to see what format it downloads, it downloads in. So. Uh, that is What's fantastic. up, AM? Yeah, it looks like it's just a zip file. I'm pretty sure it's the Saturn Patcher, though. So, well, that's awesome. I mean, you know, uh, yeah. again, I'm I'm definitely going to... Yeah, Nick SSP, talked about yeah. this game for our Halloween cast, I believe. Yeah, that was his choice. And we kind of talked about how ridiculous it was that the game even came out on eight CDs. And I was thinking to myself, if it ever gets translated, I definitely want to take it for a spin, especially on Halloween. So maybe that's what I'm going to be playing uh, when Halloween rolls around. I'll just stick, stick all eight of those images on the satiator and uh and play some of that have some fun but it with is that. not uh, i can't have jesse in the room because <laughs> from what i understand it you know it's not for kids is that the one know? where the sheriff can kill you right in the beginning of it and blow up the town or is that a different game i'm thinking i of? do not know that i just know that nick said that it was kind of racy or there was some sexual content and there's some like bsdm or something like that i don't know it, he basically said that it wasn't wasn't something you would want to play with a child president okay. <laughs> so well, that have it. to be yeah i do like you i do like when you're talking to the water bottle you can hear the reverberations of the water bottle come oh, back can, into can, the mic can you can you hear that yeah <laughs> so, check check one two gonna do about some jug band <laughs> jug band stuff who do 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 but yeah um, nice yeah well i lost my i lost my good water bottle so now it's just this yeah do the reverberation flat. one i just have the good old arrowhead water nice i don't know if they is this this isn't Nestle? I don't think so. Uh, but yeah, Martin. I, ooh, Martin says that it's a game for Zenos because his mind's always in the gutter. <laughs> bad. Wah, wah. Bad. Bad stuff. But uh, but yeah, if you guys want to check out the patch, go to that website and uh, 
yeah, check it out. I think it's kind of cool. Um, I want to try it out. I have not tried it out before, so I think it'd be a fun experience for me, or maybe a bad experience. We never. We'll Dan never says there's know. literally a sex scene in it. Oh, See, I haven't played okay. Phantasmagoria. Like, I'm way late to the party. I have not. I didn't even play it when it was on PC. So, because because no gosh, PC when it love. came out on PC, my parents would have killed me if I bought that game. I was playing like titanic adventure out of time <laughs> when i was at it. or or you know they, they they would let me play like quake or uh you know tomb raider but like if i brought home that game and my parents like saw me playing that they'd be like what the fuck are you Dave, playing avert your christian eyes yeah well anyway. gotcha. but yeah no uh you got me Thanks, Shadow Mask. Yeah, we are thanks. now off YouTube now because of you. Uh, yeah, I was not going to bring that up, Martin. Uh, uh, hopefully that's not in there. Uh, uh, don't even say that. Don't even read Martin's message because that's going to get well, us... Well, I mean, you know, the, the, it's yeah, not much better when you're looking at Steam Hearts. You know, Steam Hearts is... I think we talked about that, too. It has a lot of that too. stuff. Yeah. Just don't say the stuff. sentence because I don't want to get it, flagged. Don't say the word. We don't want don't say YouTube that. to flag it. Yeah, so that, well, I'm the, not going to... It really sounds like yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's not. Let's not. Let's not do that. No. Message deleted. Come oh, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Sorry, Martin. Lots of message redacted. I, I love you guys. Okay, so what's up? What, yeah. What's next on the it's, docket? It's all good. Uh, yeah, don't play. Yeah. Um. So there's this cool thing that uh, they linked us in the Discord. It's a, a crew. It's a supplemental uh, Japanese English glossary for uh, translators and localizers. And I believe just a, a glossary is to build ideas of sort of words and just different localization ideas and translations. So mm -hmm. maybe just like uh, just like ideas for different words to... So it's like, okay, in context of this, what could it be? Or best ways to say things, I believe so. Yeah, so just better um, use of words. And I think it's kind of interesting. It's like a, a open source uh, dictionary. Maybe uh, maybe if, uh, if Danthrax is familiar with it or... So I think he shared it out in the chat. But it seems kind of interesting. I was looking through it a little bit. It's like a dictionary for translations, like maybe some uh, ways of, of phrases and words and ways to, to localize it. So it's like instead of say, making it bland, it's like, okay, this is another way that we can you can say this word or say this phrase or sentence, which I think is kind of cool. Uh, yeah, Dantex, I, I actually do appreciate that because I... I am thinking about playing the game and it's good to know before I go <laughs> in terms of like, you know, cause I, again, like if there's something like that in the game, then I definitely have to be sure that I, I mean, we obviously can't stream that kind of thing, you know? So yeah. it's good to know. Yeah. Anyway. But, but yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, this is kind of cool. It's by a uh, Jericho. Temerite. I say that. I'm sorry. I'm, uh, Ten Ten Matten Ten Matty whatever his name is Mr Jericho on Twitter uh he has this cool media library thing uh check it out share it out it's got some retweets and likes yeah it's it's like yeah and Dancer's saying yeah the site gives ideas how to translate and turn a phrase so that it doesn't work if you translate it directly so that's kind of cool cool so uh yeah check that out it's very useful it's kind of open source it's looking like so if you wanna add to it add to it, like uh uh add to the dictionary help people out uh just don't uh spam it and put different dumb phrases in there that'd be great don't like neo zed you didn't miss that much we're just talking about 
uh, we were talking about a uh, racy game called Phantasmagoria. Some folks translated the entire thing for Saturn, and it's eight discs, so tuck in. <laughs> get, get, get your ODE. Get, get, get comfy. Get comfy, kids. That or get burning. But, uh, exactly. but either way, uh, moving right along, we have an update uh, to the, f- the Satiator firmware, and this unbreaks it a little bit more. Actually, unbreaks to be it. honest with you, I, okay, so, I, <laughs> okay. Okay, in all fairness, I, I want to rewind a little bit because I did kind of, I, I, I was a little, I'm a little underwhelmed with these bug fixes, you know, because it's been like a year. But Dan, you know, Dan Thrax was talking to me and he made a really good point that, um, you know, at the very least, we, the takeaway is that Abrasive is now much more available and he's like working on it again. So I think that we can all be, um, I think we can all kind of, uh, look on the bright side and expect more maybe some feature updates in the near future but at least we know that he's like working on it and he's um you know addressing these things so yeah like anybody who was having audio issues with v19 or 159 uh this basically fixes that so now the the cd audio doesn't cut out um and actually dantrax i sorry uh, yeah, I just want to say so. Uh, a lot of these bugs were only reproducible using slower cards. Uh, so uh, right. if, if you're still having a lot of a lot of issues, uh, there is a built-in speed check in the menu. I forget how you get it. It's like pressing B or C on the main root menu. But uh, a lot of the what? times, uh, issues are addressable by getting a, a higher quality card, even if you need to get a smaller one. True, but there were some actually. There, there were like with one five eight. There were actually some Saturns that had, I don't know, depending on the BIOS or depending on the the board revision, they were having issues that other Saturns weren't having. And and they they try. I mean, even yeah, it, was, uh, it was hard to reproduce. Like I was part of. Uh, I was yeah. trying to test out some of those. Right. I, I I went through several hours and probably like a dozen games or so that I was searching to, for people complaining about, and I could not reproduce any issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know if it's my board revision or if I'm using, cause I'm using like a 256 uh, gigabyte SanDisk, which right. uh, from Amazon, they, they don't have the best reputation. I figured that'd be an average use case. Uh, so right. it, it, a lot of the times, yeah, you're right. It, it could be due to board revisions. It could be due to uh, SD cards. Uh, and th- it's, it's hard to track down these bugs when they're not exactly reproducible. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you are having problems, go to the Sadiator Discord and report them. And if you can, uh, try to figure out what kind of Saturn you have as, as well as long and also uh, what SD card you're using. And Abrasive is very responsive and he will uh, try to get these things fixed as long as uh, we can figure out how to reproduce it. True. And, and I want to mention that. Um, so, yeah, I was I was kind of. I was almost thinking of not writing an article because, again, it's a bug fix. But Dan was right. Like, anytime something like this comes up, it is our responsibility to let folks know. And he actually sent, you know, I, I was just going to write a little pair, like a little couple sentences that said, here, here's the new firmware, download it. Um, but Dan did a good job doing the write-up that he sent me. And, and so I went ahead and, and credited it to him and set him up with a, a writer account because it turns out Dan actually <laughs> works in newspaper editing. So oh, wow. I was like, oh, yeah, I was like, okay. Hey, uh, <laughs> you're qualified. Go ahead and feel free to write. met. Yeah, feel free to write stuff up for for our site. So thanks, Dan. I appreciate I appreciate you taking the time and uh, and doing what is a, a better write up than I would have done uh, for this. And so 
Yeah, no, that's it, it's great, and and uh, and again, I agree with you. I think that it's good that uh, uh, there was like a job transition kind of thing. He's not at he's not with his old job, and now he's able to spend a lot more time on this. And uh, and so I think that we should be able to look forward to some some hopefully some feature updates with the Satiator. Um, yeah, but aside from that, that's it's that's uh, d did we have. Anything else? Wasn't there? Oh, we already talked about uh, we already talked about the twenty pin ODE switcher thing last week. Yeah, but that actually went up. Let's That's see. It. We can go back to that article. That went live this. I want to say that went live this past Monday. So they're all gone. But anyway. Yeah. Um, let, let's. I'm gonna check the store. Uh, yep, yeah, out of stock. Sad, sad yep. sadness. That's a that's a yeah, massive sadness. Gone, but again, reminder to folks: um, he's gonna make another batch of forty. I guess he's doing them forty at a time or something like that, because you know he's by himself. He doesn't have uh, assemblers, and then he's also gonna be doing a twenty-one pin, which he said. So just sit tight if you're looking for a twenty-one pin yeah. on that. Don't worry, guys. You'll get it eventually. Yeah, you'll get it, and you'll be able to do the switcheroo, the old switcheroo. But uh, but this next one, this next thing, this best of Saturn that that Peter wrote up, I think you talked to. I think you were on a podcast where you talked to like John Hancock and you talked to Steve and stuff like that about this. Oh, for this, this. cleaning kit, right? And there What's was like this a story object. About... Object. What the hell? <laughs> that is a. Uh, that's the internet not, or that's the browser not liking the emojis that were stuck in there. I guess I didn't put any emojis in there. Can you put any emojis? I'm a I'm a quick edit. Uh, you gonna see my password? Uh, don't hack the Shiro <laughs> account, please. Uh, oh, it's hype. empty space. What the heck? Oh, wait, wait, no, yeah, best of at space. There was a, if you guys didn't catch that, uh, I want to say like season three, and this was the season where I was gone. I was like doing. I was a new was dad. Doing da there we go. I fixed well, it. Well, I was like a dad times two. Fixed, Redux, guys. Dad Redux. And I stepped away, and these guys, they did like a collectathon or collection podcast, and they talked about this Saturn cleaning kit with, with Sonic and, and Tails. And I believe there was a story about somebody drinking the, the cleaning fluid and like vomiting all over the floor. Yeah. It, it was that was kind of bizarre. But yeah, that was the, that was the cast with the, with the, it's with um, John Hancock and then. Uh, not really known before, uh, Steve Wright Jr., who, uh, right. there's a big saga b behind that with his whole collection, because at that point, I think he still had his collection, but when that went live, he sold it. Yeah, he, he right. got it back then again, and then sold it again, and then so. sold it again, yeah. But yeah. It was uh, performance art. That was what that was. It was like a performance art. It was, it was I'm interesting. Gonna, like, the act of, of acquiring an entire U.S. long box collection and then selling it was uh was essentially an art form in and of itself i guess yeah i liked it i a lot of people yeah, gave I, him I mean, for, but it I, was interesting though it, to it follow was like it. yeah it was like the first person to do that twice in a row so that's kind of yeah. cool and it, it's kind of cool seeing him do that and he actually is i guess now famous on youtube um yeah he uh, has some channel steve wright mr steve mr right way or whatever i think is his channel but yeah uh, i almost don't yeah. feel like you could do that in any other state than texas like that's where he is right texas well he you know, also texas traveled a washington. lot so sure yeah texas but like texas or washington like you could do that trying to build that kind of thing that quick here like in san diego or like in arizona forget about it like it's just but texas is a huge state and there there's a lot of games in that state of course those yeah. um yeah there's a lot of youtube channels in that state too <laughs> 
Yeah, and not to mention he travels a lot, so he probably is this able is to go true. to... Because, yeah, he does photography, I think. I don't know if he still does for WWE. Yeah, uh, he did. Yeah, but the guy's uh, the guy's pretty pretty good, though. Uh, he has really, a lot of good channel stuff, a lot of good stuff on collecting. Uh, he's a pretty nice guy, too, from what I remember. No Ben and stuff. We interact with him. He's a pretty cool dude. Yeah, he is uh, a nice guy. So, yeah, um, I'm glad he's, like, up to 70K subscribers on YouTube now. Man. So... This guy's got guys on fire, so happy Hustler. for him. Uh, very religious guy, so he always thanks God for stuff. So that's uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, but anyways, I just want to talk about this real quick. Uh, Go for it. So basically, you brought is, him up. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I just want to shout him out because. But anyways, uh, this is we talk about it on the show. It's a, an, it's official in a way that it's technically a bootable Saturn uh, executable that you put a disc in and load, and it runs a interactive thing using the Saturn without any other like any other uh means of booting it so technically it's technically part of the set in a way right because the, there's a yeah there's a serial number right and there's like a game disc yeah. id yeah exactly so technically it's part of the set but on like we said on that podcast we described and debated what a set is and i think the consensus right. was a set complete set is really what you want to be Right. Like, I don't know. Like, it's like there's so many different because, like, technically, if even if you got this and the, set, the game set, there's de definitely, oh, do you count all the demos? Do you count, uh, do you count the Netlink games? Do you count all the variations? And it's a never ending debate on what a full set Honestly, is. collecting is just different degrees of OCD for different people. Different degrees <laughs> of crazy. Like, either you care or you don't care. Like, if you're able to just, like, if you're able to just let it, flow over you and you're just like i don't care then you can literally just get by with having only the games that you really enjoy you know from your childhood yeah. or whatever but if you're literally one of those people that are so ocd you're like technically i don't know the entire collection unless i own netlink uh unless i own you know uh daytona netlink well then you um are unfortunately gonna be about five thousand dollars uh poorer <laughs> yeah i don't even know to uh to, to collect all of these images on a single hard drive Hey, there you go. You're a digital archivist, a digital collector. collector yeah, digital collector, uh, NFT man over here. No, I'm just joking. Yeah. Uh, but no, uh, I just think it's kind of interesting. And one thing that I kind of want to do that would be insane is, you know what? Forget the U.S. set. Just throw that. Like, I, I don't have a garbage can, but imagine here's a garbage can. Here's the set. Grab that. Click. Put the garbage can on. Pshoo, right in the garbage. I want to go bold. I want to do a complete Japanese set. Now that is crazy. Was it a not over as crazy? Not as crazy as those people who try to go for an entire Wii set, like with all the with all the shovelware and everything, and the Barbie mansion. And At least they could play it, though. I mean, ninety percent <laughs> of the games I'd get is seventy percent I wouldn't be able to play, or they'd be hentai games. So it's like, I mean, you can play them. You can play them as much as you can play this lens cleaner. I mean, in so much as you can boot them up and press buttons. <laughs> I did find it funny that you, that you actually can run it on the on an ODE, which I totally did. Did you run it on an ODE? Yeah, That's I did. That's funny. Oh, so, I accidentally did that once. Uh, I forget if it was a Saturn or some other system, but it was Sonic and Tails uh, just dicking around for, for like 10 minutes while the some sort of cleaning action took supposed to take place. 
Oh my god, that would be funny if somebody like hacked it so that it like formatted your SD card. Like, <laughs> just wipe through and then your, your SD card is now wiped, and it just you just Photoshop song giving you the middle finger like using this image right here. Just like your SD card is clean, go f yourself. But uh, but yeah, it's um the way that it works though is that there's a brussel a brussel whatever is on the CD, and basically. It basically just triggers the CD to run really, really fast. Right. So it will brush against the laser and lens completely while it does this cleaning animation. So literally, it just triggers the disc work. to spin. Oh, yeah, that that's what I did. Okay, uh, so it was a Saturn one. Yeah. I so mean, like, you could just take a cotton swab and some isopropyl and just clean your laser lens. I guess, but I guess they wanted this to be like a... Because they had a lot of CD kits like that back in the day. Right. Oh, yeah, they were kits. everywhere. So, like, I'm thinking it's just, like, a gimmicky thing that they could sell to be kind of cool. So. But this was licensed. This was, like, official. So yeah, it was by it, right? C7, who... The only credit I could find is this cleaning disc. Yeah. So, so I assumed it literally was just a bunch of guys that do this for a living. Like, disc cleaners, like, yo, let's make it for Saturn. It's like, oh, crap, we have to program yeah. it. And then they got these really crappy song... Or made these song drawings or renders and just yeah. made this dumb animation. And it's just awful. The disc is awful. Uh, using it is awful. Like, there's no reason to even own this unless you want to collect it. Like, there's no like this is the yeah. be best of, but like I said, it's the best of, no, the best of worst of. So uh, on the note of the the cotton swab thing, I just want to say uh, you can you don't want to get like a uh, like the standard Q-tip. You want to get uh, a cleaning right. swab. They're super cheap mm -hmm. on Amazon or whatever. Right. Uh, but it's essentially uh, it's basically what we use in, in a clean room environment to prevent any bits of cotton uh flaking off so on the the off chance that you know something flakes off and goes in front of your lens and then you have to figure out what the heck happened uh just in general for cleaning semiconductors electronics or whatever i just get cleaning swabs they're still cheap they're more expensive than q-tips but q-tips are pennies right. and this is tens of pennies right yeah that, that's the, those are the long ones with the stick on the end or the, that's just a stick and there's a little thing on the end well, so, so the, the way you normally uh, they normally get sold is that they have green sticks, and then the tips are not like spun cotton; they're like a little weave, so nothing comes off. Interesting. Can you link me to those? I'm I think I might want to buy those for my cleaning sets. Yeah. So, so the, the they sell them for like cleaning printer uh, ink things and whatever, but uh, I use them in the lab. Uh, I put it Neozita is correct. Material. Yeah, Neozita is right. I always use 99% isopropyl Same. when I'm, when I'm working with consoles. You, yeah, and, and it's only 99% because they don't, they're not going to say 100. They can't guarantee that. But, so, uh, so the way uh, chemicals would, would be rated is the number of nines. So 99% right. would basically be 29, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, and you can get much more expensive, much higher grade, yes. uh, like 5.9 stuff, semiconductor grade. You don't need that. I feel like 70% is good enough for most use cases. But 99 is also cheap and good enough. Yeah. And it dries a lot faster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. That too. Yeah. Well, yeah. Pat, you raise your hand? <laughs> oh, no, I just want to <laughs> hit Sonic in the head with my fist. Yeah, no, but you're right, Neozine. Uh, and I also, I also suggest that folks are careful what they put on, like, their laser sleds and stuff like that. You don't want to use anything that's going to eat at the plastic. I usually use, like, a white lithium grease that works pretty well. Uh, but if anything that's, like, heavily petroleum-based or anything like that can sometimes do some long-term, like, slow damage, you know? I would uh, recommend using a, like, polisher for a car. Put that in a console <laughs> and wrap that on your lens. That'll polish it up good and not melt it. 
Here's the, if you're very careful, you can actually rectify it and, and get uh, maybe better performance out of it if you just change the the surface on it to a different focal length. I don't know. Yeah. You don't polish lenses if you don't know what you're doing. Oh, that's fine. And, and, and Emerald is a laser scientist, right? You literally yeah. are like, yeah, so... I, I've never Emerald. had to polish my own lenses. I only I only cleaned them. Uh, you just mm. if if your lens is bad, you just buy a new one. Uh, right. Polishing a lens is just a pain. No. Uh, yeah. What, what you told me that I can't adjust the pot on there and make it stronger. That's not going to work. <laughs> uh, I mean, you could probably make it stronger and increase the output. Like the, the if as long as it stays cold, the output should be basically linear. Well, you're lowering uh, the resistance, right? Is what you're doing there with the pot. Those I mean, I'm not adjust familiar with the specific circuit, but if you're if you're sending more voltage to the device, in theory, until you burn it out, it should put out more power. Yeah, it's a resistor, is what it is. And when you when you crank that potentiometer, you te uh, what people tend to be doing is lowering the resistance so it does allow more voltage through, and it just burns it out. I mean, it, it, if you're careful, there's a there's a tolerance, there's a range of tolerance, but usually, it's not good. I'm, I don't, I've never, I'm not very tolerant. It's no. crazy. Like I talked to Sam, the SSG, and he says he's had like four or five laser mechs on Saturn laser mechs go bad on him. I have four Saturns, and every single one of them works great. And they've I've never had a yeah, problem. Yeah, I, I, I literally never had any had a reason to like replace my laser in any of my Saturns. Like I always thought Saturn lasers were like some of the best, to be honest with you. So I, I maybe I've just had really good luck. Probably yeah, but. I have an extra laser I was going to replace with my Saturn, but I got the ODE, so it's just sitting yeah. in a box over there just to the day, until the day I need it, when it dies, I will have one ready to replace. Nice. But until that day, it will remain in the closet. But, uh, yeah, this is a interesting article. If you want to pick this up, I think it's a couple hundred dollars for this. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, if you were the kind of guy that picked it up back in the day, just because you, like... I don't. I didn't know anybody who like bought these things. I thought they just kind of like ended up in like the bargain bins or something like that. And I guess, but people bought them, you know, because I think uh, you could get them at Blockbuster. You could, but like th the thing is, who had the wherewithal to hold on to them until they got expensive? Because like, yeah, you have collectors pick them up now because of their rarity, but like, who actually bought one and like held on to it? <laughs> you know, that's the thing. No one. I don't know. Absolutely. Sega, what Sega made the best readers in the industry. Uh, I don't know. I've had a lot of issues with my Dreamcast lasers, though. But if you're talking about reading laser, Newsy is saying Sega made the best readers in the industry. Read, I think he's talking about the lasers. Read everything. But yeah, uh, was there stuff? There's something else I was gonna bring up. I completely forgot though. I was gonna. Well, yeah. You talking something. about the announcement we want to make, right? Oh yeah, let's do that. Yeah, I want to do that. I want to do that. Okay, cool. So uh, we have an announcement, and uh, there. So this announcement is gonna is, is gonna call out somebody, probably embarrass them a little bit, but that's okay. He, he gave me permission. Uh, so there's a member of our community who has been uh, not just active, but like probably over, probably more active than I have, to be honest with you. And I'm, I'm like, I'm 
one of the original founding sheroes. And this individual has, he has contributed, he has helped, he has, uh, he's been heavily involved with multiple, multiple projects. He's been present and active and engaged and, and he's just always willing to give of his time. You probably maybe have already guessed who this is. Um, it's but me. <laughs> all, all of this without, all of this without even being asked, you know, that's the thing is it never being asked, uh, or, or rarely ever being asked. And, uh, and so I'm really honored and privileged, and I know Pat is and the rest of the Shiro's are, to welcome Anthony, Knight of Dragon, into this Shiro fraternity as an official member of Shiro. And uh, we're, we're really, really happy to have him be a part of this, this little family. It is growing. Uh, we want to grow more. We definitely do. We want Shiro to continue to grow and be, able, uh, be capable of doing even more great, great stuff for the community. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, Knight, Knight has been doing amazing stuff, and he's been very selfless and very helpful for so long. It seemed like it was about time that we gave him, you know, that we honored him like this, you know, and just, you know, made it official, you know, that, yeah, so we really love and appreciate Anthony. We really uh, can't say enough great stuff about him, and we all really gel and work along well with him, so... Happy to consider you a friend and happy to bring you on as an official uh, member of our fraternity, Sega Saturn Shiro. Welcome aboard, Mr. Anthony. Do you have any words that you'd like to say? Absolutely not. <laughs> there we and that's go. about as much as I expected. <laughs> if you're inducting him into a fraternity, shouldn't there be a hazing ritual? Uh, oh, yeah, there will be hazing. Yeah, yeah, there will be there's hazing. a lot of hazing. Pat we, has all sorts of stuff. We're gonna make him. Up. We're gonna make him translate the entirety of that res to the Resident Evil project for me, and I get all the credit for it. That's the hazing. Yeah, um, and I agree. You know, with the hazing, night rocks the Saturn scene. I mean, like <laughs> oh. you know, exa exactly. Like um, I kind of feel. I kind of feel like Knight really embodies like the spirit of the Saturn community. Helpful and active. Huge Saturn fan. You have to remember that he's a huge Saturn fan. And has great taste in games too. I mean, Shining Force, um, and and just you know, he's a helpful person. You know, so it's like that's exactly what Shiro's all about. And uh, and I'm yeah. I guess I'm gushing a little bit, but I knew that I would because you know I've been really uh, excited to do this for a while. So, and I know Pat and and Peter and Nick and Ben. We all share. We're all of the same mind on this. So same mind. Welcome same, aboard, Anthony. Same mind, same crime. No, uh, but yeah, welcome aboard. It's great to have you aboard. You've worked with us so much. You gave us so much stuff. And yeah, thank you so for yeah, doing, he's got, like, doing the deal. He should have mod capability if you don't already. <laughs> and should. Yeah. Uh, so, so, be, be, so if you get banned. Don't, don't mess with yeah. Knight. <laughs> it's not our problem if you mess with Knight on the Discord and you get banned. <laughs> All of his bans will be upheld and I will laugh at you. No, I'm just joking. But uh, He'll yeah, drop that hammer. I, I doubt he'll be banning anybody unless it's like some spamming no. thing where it's like. Oh, I'm gonna spam the chat, or I'm gonna post bad things in the chat. So don't expect to be banned unless you do something stupid. Like, it's kind of hard to get banned unless you like go out of your way to try to do it. Like, if you threaten somebody, it, like maybe that's definitely gonna be a, a bot ban. So, mm -hmm. and you know, he did, he did, he was clear that he was not interested in a leadership position. Like, and that's that's great for us because we weren't really looking to grow leadership. <laughs> The yeah. way we do leadership, it's like all of our decisions are unanimous. So I imagine if we keep adding to leadership, then we'll never be able to make a single decision. But uh, we'll but never the be good another thing Shiro is, thing ever again. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah everything will just kind of be deadlocked no but uh no but seriously like but we're still growing our our team our team shiro and there's still a lot of like cool stuff that we that we hope to plan and and have planned yeah. for the future that and even stuff that we haven't even thought about that uh that we can come together and create together so it's exciting fair enough welcome aboard anthony and i i think the i think probably the best way to kick it off with him is to get controversial and I definitely want to talk. I actually realized, figured out what I wanted to talk about real quick. You had something controversial that you wanted to talk about? Yeah. So I don't know if maybe, uh, maybe it's uh, just me, but I've noticed a rise on like the YouTube reselling community. Like there's a lot of people that are like sell reselling, but it's like, oh yeah, that's what we do. It's like a, I guess it's more an acceptance of it. And I thought it was interesting because it's kind of a, a framing for what was before. It's like, oh, you know, F resellers, forget them. They, rise up in pricing of games they like ruin it for everybody else and mm. i was curious like what you guys thought of it and what you thought of it dave in terms of the way it is because i'm conflicted well it is annoying but it's like some of it's kind of interesting like some of the channels it's kind of interesting to see what they get and what they do and i'm, I'm not clear on what you're talking about though yet are you're talking about youtube channels that specifically exist like a home shopping network or something like that no no it's like a, it's like so the, yeah uh, okay, well, I've I've actually seen a few of these guys during my uh, PS5 quest. Um, it's it's basically uh, th there's these guys that have these full YouTube channels where they'll literally take a day trip to like a dozen different WalMarts, ah. and they find like these secret clearance sales where like a fifty dollar game is going for twenty, and mm -hmm. they'll buy out the stock, and they run into other people that are also buying out the stock, and then they'll resell them at you know at scalper prices. Uh, I'm sure that someone could sell Elden Ring for hundred bucks right now if they wanted to. I know. Oh, no, I meant, I meant more of that. Like Twelve hundred. It's more of that, but like the the guys that buy like the retro games at cheap prices, and then resell them, and sort of. Uh, it's like they're okay. it's like they're exploiting the platform, creating a feedback loop to help make money on the games and make money on their channel, and it's like this. It's like this feedback loop, uh, and honestly, I. I have not experienced that, but just listening to you say it, I get angry. <laughs> like, I just, guess. To me, it sounds like a form of exploitation when you think about it. Um, I don't know how I'm supposed to f feel happy about that. I, mean, I, I, I just think it's yeah. interesting because there's been a rise of people, you know, people, there's a lot of people that are like, you know, what's interesting? It's a, a good way. To, it's a cool thing showing what they do. There's a lot of people that like hate it. Like you see in the comments, oh, you rip these people off. Oh, you paid this amount for this game and it's really this and you basically bought one game and gave the game for free and didn't even disclose the right price for it just to make a a, a, a sale on it. And there's a lot of yeah. people in there. I don't want to call anybody out specifically. I just want to have a discussion because hmm. it's, it's interesting and I'm conflicted on it. Well, it is interesting seeing what they do and how they make deals. A lot of it's like the Amazon affiliate sellers where they buy stuff and right. flip it on Amazon. I don't know how that works exactly. Do they have to sell it to make money or they put it on and get money? That's what I'm confused about. I honestly don't know. Yeah, I wish I could I, knows I, think, I think Amazon works like consignment. I'm pretty sure uh, you have to pay some sort of fee to list, and uh, it, that may or may not come out of your sales, but you get to define the price and the shipping. Yeah, I was curious if you like put it on and you, and you get money instantly, or you have to actually sell it on the platform to make money. I would assume you have to sell it before you see the money. They, there's no way someone's going to give you money on good faith to sell something in the future. That's fair enough. Well, you do you do get some kind of uh, commission just for folks clicking 
your affiliate link. Yeah, that's the like affiliate some... thing, though, yeah. Oh, okay, we're not talking about affiliate no, links. No, this is then. like people selling on Amazon, but yeah, it's, oh, okay. uh, it's, it's interesting, and I just thought it was a good discussion topic and seeing what people... How people feel about it? Like, are people angry? Are people like do they well, like the content? You said you were, you said you were conflicted. So yeah, tell me this: what's the upside? Like, what's the good side of it that you that you feel like is a pro, and what do you feel is a con? I look at it from the entertainment side, like like oh cool, this guy found this deal in this game, or he's doing this trade. Like it's like watching Pawn Stars, sort of in a way. Okay, okay. Yeah. That, where it's like it's kind of like oh he's selling it. And, Buying these cool things, showing off these cool games and stuff, and like, yo, check these games out. And so you're cool saying it's a legitimate form of entertainment in a way. Like, I know there's some people that like. There's this one that I watched that I liked where they went to a hoarder house and found all these sealed games, which I thought was kind of cool. Oh wow! But on the other end of it, I don't like it from the point it brings the prices up. It sort of encourages people to flip mm -hmm. games, and deals are harder to find. So like, uh, I know offer yeah. up. Uh, it's everything's listed for marked up price. Uh, Usually you have to, the thing is that nowadays you have to scour for it and it's like, is it really worth mm -hmm. it at the end of the day to spend all day going around Goodwills to find things? So I'm a bit conflicted, but like, in all honesty, I'm not really big into game collecting anymore. Like mm -hmm. I pretty much have what I want. I have the ODEs for what I need. Like yeah. the only thing I probably want is just more arcade stuff, but it's like, those aren't flipped. They're not going to be people that are like, oh, hey, I went to Goodwill and found 12 arcade boards of, uh, no, you're not gonna find like some guy finding twelve, uh, twelve uh, cave shooter, uh, shooter boards. It's gonna be yeah. private sales, people selling it, uh, deals on stuff. So I don't, I never really experienced that with the arcade collecting, but it's still a thing that people have to look out for. Um, I know the handicaps have been going quite a bit up in recently, but I yeah. think maybe that might have been a fluke of it because I don't see them being sold for that incredibly outrageous prices that they do. It's usually eight hundred to a thousand, which is about right to be on the cab. I mean, you know the I know the egrets are going for a lot more, but they're they're egrets. It's a rare cab. It's a, it's like expecting yeah. uh, cave boards and not to be expensive. But I just thought it was pretty interesting. At least. Yeah, it is. I, I I get what you mean. I mean, the truth is, I think we all have to accept that by now the retro collecting is just not what it was. You know, like for long gone are the days that you can, uh, as an individual, just you know go to shops or go to a, a few garage sales and really score big. Like you have to have some kind of hustle or some kind of uh, angle going on like this, and and that's the thing. I think people get kind of jealous or they get kind of angry when they see people like with a hustle or an angle going on like this social media mm. uh, driven acquisition of this kind of stuff because obviously they they have re they have they have an unfair advantage basically you know mm. because we don't live in the days when just a single individual can just you know drive around town and find good deals anymore they're just it, it's it's like we're in a drought right now and it's all dried up what you really ought to be doing is collecting switch games right now or collecting Wii games you know on and even Wii games it's like those are the good Literally, ones are disappearing Literally, PS4 games are now getting really pricey. Yeah. Right. Like, the, like yeah. it, 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 the thing is, it's just like people are trying to collect. It, it, it's just like... Everyone's collecting everything. It's, it's hard to it's collect old antique yeah. stamps, too, you know? There's just not... There's only so many of them, right? And yeah. so you got, you just have to accept and move on and, like, start collecting stuff that's more recent. Because if you're, if you're insistent on collecting some of this older stuff, you're just going to have to... You're just going to have to eat the, the cost of it and... That's okay. For so, some people are willing to do that. Some people are willing to just save and then drop like mm -hmm. two or three hundred dollars on a game and just be like, okay, 
you know, it took a while, but it was worth it, you know. And then some people are like, there's no way I would spend more than a hundred bucks on a, on a game or something. So, you know, to each their own. Yeah, but so yeah, over the last uh, four years, I've I've resolved to start selling off my. I have a, I used to have a sizable collection, mostly Sega, and mm. I've just been slowly selling things off, especially when I made the big move out out west. And uh, I, I honestly cannot see a reason to keep physical copies anymore with how complete the ODE market is. Right. That's a good point. Yeah, and it's yeah. a, it is just a, a really big bummer because, like, uh, there's a game convention coming up that I'm going to, Game On Expo, and I'm kind of scared to see what the prices are going to be on those games. I thought it was bad when I last let, went in 19. I don't even want to see how much stuff was going for. I, Because I yeah. remember, I, I can't remember who it was exactly. Was it you and Emerald? I was like, I was expecting to go with a, get a bunch of games, but like, I only got like one or two things or something. Sabetocon? Is it Sabaton? Uh, that, yeah, that's that's the one I went with you. Yeah, but yeah, it's 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 just the sadness, and really, it's like I don't know. It seems like a, a lot of it's better to sort of collect now for newer stuff. Like uh, Shannon Mass saying he's been enjoying Soccer Wars on PS4, and I agree. That's a great game. It's about actually, I think it's like twenty bucks on Amazon right now. So. Uh, brand new so i mean honestly if soccer wars kicks off and it's got an another renaissance that game's gonna gonna jump up yeah. so i don't want to be specs i don't want to do a spectacle buying but that game's amazing ga amazing game i played it uh if you just want to play it just go play it uh if you want to collect it i mean why not but if you're the kind of if you're the kind of collector who even if if you're the kind of collector who just collects games that you love playing or games that mean something to you another argument is the fact that like for example maybe you collected i'll use myself um i love final fantasy 12 and i have like the steel box version on on ps2 but final fantasy 12 on switch is arguably better in every way it's got all the quality of life enhancements and improvements and everything like that so i mean if i'm gonna go back and play a version i'm probably gonna play it on the switch or even play it on a ps2 emulator with like the the resolution maxed out and all the better textures and everything like that so it's like you know you can there's also that thought that i mean if if these games are going to continue to be available on newer systems and you just want to have a copy of the game you know like a physical copy of the game you don't even necessarily have to have it on like the original console i don't know it's collecting is so much different than just playing games you know it's it, it's different for everybody it's hard to really because everybody has different views on it you know yeah and, and the best part is that if you really want a good system to collect for that's decently cheap for a lot of the good games get ps2 like right now yakuza 1 oh, yeah. 2 and 3 on ps2 is a uh, yeah 1 and 2 on the ps2 is about 30 bucks yeah pretty good deal uh, all the all the ratchet and clank games all those other games are under 20 bucks you could probably get them for less for all three so there's PS2 a lot of options an amazing ps2 is amazing uh mass says best way to play final fantasy 12 is on ps2 soft mod uh with the international ver translated international version yeah, uh, really yeah but I, but there are some quality there are some really nice quality of life improvements on the switch version i i i know what you mean like i i, I had the Z nice uh quality of life improvements on the switch version like the the, the map overlay while you're walking you can increase the experience for me that's the thing is now i'm playing through it uh, 
Pat, I'm not there anymore. Okay. Sorry, I actually um, hit the disconnect okay. button. That was like, my I'm bad. playing through it as an adult now, and I have so much less time. So being able to put it on, like, 4X <laughs> experience multiplier is really nice because I can just, like, yeah, you know, I can just, like, farm a bunch of, uh, a bunch of uh, you know, supplies and gill and, and increase levels while I'm watching, you know, whatever show I'm watching on, uh, on Netflix or something like that. So it, that's nice. But... But yeah, no. Anyway, I don't disagree with you though. Playing it on the PlayStation Two is great, and Pat's right. PS Two is probably one of the best game systems to collect for because there are so many games out there, um, because it did so well, and it's a great system. Yeah, Zinio uh, said you need you required as a viewer to send me your sealed PS game, PS Two games. That is a requirement of the Shiro Show. Uh, if you could send that to my address at PO Box three hundred nine, don't send me things. But uh, I guess the joke, all joking aside, yeah, like, honestly, PS2 is really the most affordable right now if you really want to get into it. There's a lot of, there's a ton of games for it, a ton of good stuff. Um, I really, the shmups are really expensive, though. Yeah, the shmups PS2. are, shmups are kind of expensive. But, I mean, Outrun if you want... Coast to Coast cost me an arm and a leg, too, though. Yeah, but, I mean, if you want, like, <laughs> a good price, like, if you want to play, okay, I want to play the Ratchet and Clank, so I want to play Jack and Daxter, I want to play, uh, uh what's the other, the, uh, uh, Sly Cooper. If you want to play the, the classics and like the, the big sellers, even like Shadow of the Classes and Eco, all of them are pretty much fairly affordable for the most part. Unless yeah, there's but some. Yeah, there's, uh, there like, are... uh, the Xenosaga or Dot Hack or, or a lot of those uh, multi part RPGs, uh, yeah. they're kind of stupid pricey. Yeah. If you uh, want to collect yeah. them, if you want to collect them, because if you want to play them, they've been released in HD remasters and stuff like that. Actually, the original like, Dot Hack hasn't. Oh, okay, fair. But GU has uh, the original dot. Honestly, the original dot hack is not a good game. Uh, I liked you, it. You played... That's my favorite one. That is an, a point. That is a point of view. <laughs> yes, I, I love the dot hexers. What are you talking about, Emil? Neo is right. They all run good on free McBoot. You know, uh, I need to get a new drive for my PS2. I've got this 500 gigabyte IDE, and it's loud. You don't want to. You don't want a hard drive load. You want a LAN load. Uh, you want to get a, like a mini You server. are correct. You are correct. I want to put everything on a NAS and do it over the network. Yeah. Uh, it's super to easy go. to set up SMB for PS2 on free McBoot. Free yes. McBoot does not have perfect uh, uh, perfect compatibility, though. I can personally say that Rogue Galaxy has a lot of issues, and it stopped me from wanting to play the game. You're talking about on the oh, open loader or the, the, OPL. the OPL? Yeah, yeah. You know, you're right. You're right. Um, but you, you are also right about the NAS thing. I, that's just something I haven't done yet, but I, I would have every console that way if I could, you know, is just have every console just loading from a, from a network storage. And then it's just like, you know, your game library is like your Plex, you know? You just play what you want to play. So Shadowmask, actually, I, I get less stutter on, on LAN than I do on HDD. It depends uh, it on your depend connection, on too. Yeah, yeah but if, I mean, yeah. the connection, is, is it should be within your local area network, right? Yeah, it is, it is a little yeah. bit hard, easier said than done, though, because if a lot of people... Is there a wireless module for the PS2 or no? No, uh, you're using LAN. You'd be using, like, wired LAN. Yeah, so you'd probably so yeah, that might be hard for some people because I know a lot of newer houses, especially out right. west, don't have like like Ethernet connections. It's all a, a coax. Like this get, house, we actually get, yeah, you get like a fifty foot land cable. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I guess, but like uh, it's like oh yeah, you mom. Do, uh, 
you can, you can do uh, land uh, repeated through your 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 electrical wires. I've seen that done before. I don't know. Oh, the yeah, the the the, uh, the 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 internet through the power connector, power line you know adapter. What I did, though, you know what I did recently when I was in the garage and I didn't have uh, the PS2 wired up. Um, I install all of my games over over the Ethernet, right? Rather than mm -hmm. like. You know, so I did an Ethernet bridge or like a Wi-Fi. I just uh, connected the PS2 to my laptop and created like a bridge. You know, so I was getting I was getting you know five gigahertz or uh, the 5G Wi-Fi. You know, from my router and then like just sticking that over to the PS2. I I wasn't playing that way. I was just installing games that way, like dumping them to the drive. But I don't know if that would work for for uh, playing. But anyway, yeah. Hey, if you guys want to. If you guys want to uh, give me info on that, I kind of, I kind of want to, uh, kind of want to do that right now. Like set up a, a get that. Uh, is there? I like the little pricey part is the the adapter, right? The HDD adapter is like kind of pricey for that. Or do you uh, not use have, that? The, the network adapter is your HDD adapter. Uh, it's IDE though. If you really want to put a hard drive in your PS2, I I recommend a solid state and a SATA to IDE converter. From my understanding, there are also like Chinese clones now of that adapter, so it's not okay. Really it's an likely, issue. but yeah. but I mean honestly, uh, like uh, Trano, you have like a, you you probably have a server in your house you can run SMB off of. Right? I do. And, I actually uh, have a NAS. I have pre NAS though. So yeah, yeah uh, I mean I'll, I'll show you exactly how I set mine up if you want later on. Uh, it should be relatively easy. Drive out here and, and help and me set OPL, it up next time. I'm just joking. Yeah, the OPL Manager uh, program actually helps you. Uh, get all that stuff updated properly if you're doing it over network because you're handling it up via computer. Datamass says really the nice. clones the clones don't do network support, so they oh, just wow. do HDD, yeah HDD adapters, which sucks because oh, like how are you installing those games? You know, like um, you, you're pulling the drive out. You pull the drive out. Gonna, yeah, I hate that <laughs> shit though. I hate that shit. Like I just I, I just have all my game. Yeah, but I have all my it's games on on my PC, and then I just dump them over land to to the HDD drive. Whenever I want, I download a game and I just dump it over the land to the to the PS2. It's like instant. Because I already the have the go. my idea set up. Is I want to get the when I get the the RetroTeak 5X, I want to replace my miss my my uh uh FrameMeister with that, and with the FrameMeister in the living room, set up the PS2 on the mm -hmm. TV, uh hook it up through that through uh, a component, uh get the lan the adapter, hook it up into there, get the SMB set up, and bam, I got a fully capable PS2 hooked up to my TV and my HD 50 inch. So that'd be uh, nice. Yeah. What do you I, need the FrameMeister for for the PS2? Uh, be, just just to get the as, as best quality as I can. I don't know if there's an adapter that can plug straight to HDMI. Uh, I mean, you could I mean, do. You have a RetroTeak oh, five yeah. X, right? What? Does uh, Pat have a five X? No, not yet. Oh, okay. All right. The thing is that I want to use that as the Shiro recording, and that's in my room, mm. in the office. This is I want to hook up to the HDTV outside in my living room. Actually, you know. Uh, the FrameMeister does really well with PS2. It, yeah. It, it, it looks really good, so... That's what I want to do with it. Is. Yeah. Honestly, maybe I'll even put it into my room, so I'll just, like... Because right now I'm using my PS3 fat as my PS2 in my room and just playing HD through that. I think I might just, like, hook up my PS2, put that in there, and then do that whole setup. I just need to get room because it's kind of cramped because I have my Switch, PS3, and my PS4, and it's got a bit cramped right now. Cramped. Memphis, are you at work or can you say hi? He's like in the chat, but he's muted. He's trolling. 
He's trolling. Okay. Anyways, I think we cool. should wrap up. It's about five forty-two. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we ran over, but it's cool. We had a fun, fun discussion. Fun discussion. Get to SMB. And like I said, we got, send me info. we got a new. I think we got a new Patreon supporter. Yeah, since we the did. Last show. Yeah, we, we will shout him out actually because he is actually in the top ten. All right. So before we go, I want to thank our Patreon supporters: Emerald Nova, Johannes Fetz, Blue Moon ninety five, Derek A A Team, uh, Momphis. Who's in the chat? Nut Rage. Oh, also Emerald's in the chat. Uh, Newt Rageous or Nut Rageous. And then our newest patron, uh, Robert Ramsey. Thank you very much, Mr. Robert Ramsey, for uh, being our all access patron. patron. Uh, and then our last two, Tanuki Trev and, of course, Young Money. So we. If you guys want to get shout out on the podcast, like Ro Robert Ramsey, uh, if you back us at the $10 all access Patreon level, we will be able to shout you out on the show and give you kudos for supporting our amazing efforts. Well, that sounded full of myself. Support your efforts. <laughs> Way to give yourself a pat on the yeah, back. Th thanks, Pat, for being so awesome. Uh, yeah, and of course, uh, we, we also, I forgot to mention, should we tell them about what we're doing with the magazine with that? I think we announced it before. It's in Pat's hands. Well, it was in Peter's hands, our editor, it's but Pat uh, he's still I, I'm in, in a, school. I meant about the yeah, Patreon. So. Are we, we put in their Patreons? Oh. Yeah. No, we wait, don't... what were you talking about the magazine? What? what? The, the, we're we're we going to put our patro patrons' names in there? Are we... I think we're we doing did. that, right? We have, yeah. yes. We, we did. We are, yeah. It's yep. in there. The Patreon hey. names are hey. in there, so yeah. if you guys want to get shout out on the magazine and have your name in it, definitely back on pa uh, Patreon. I think, it, is it everybody from the $1 level and above, or is it just a certain tier? I can't remember. I think it's everybody, right? I I literally put every single one of our Patreon supporters in that okay, magazine. Okay, that works. So yeah, if you back us on the $1 level and up, you will be in the magazine. Uh, immortalized. Immortalized. I think we might need to... I don't know if we're going to have time to add everybody as of now, but uh, for the next issue... Does yeah. it matter? Will we add them in there? We'll figure it out. You, uh, yeah, I, I, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. Okay, I yeah, need we'll, to... Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. But yeah, uh, if you guys want to support us, you get shout out in the magazine, which is coming out fairly soon. Like We're like this close of releasing it. Like yeah. I, I'm gonna set upside time, do the look through, make sure there's no weird like, things in there. It's not my fault anymore. It's Pat's fault. So you can punch him. Yeah, if, throw, if, if throw it takes me directly you long, under the don't bus. Don't kill me because it's Pat. Pat needs to just sign off on it. Actually, full disclosure, I had a Terra Onion mode ad in there. Um, I don't feel uncomfortable saying this. They kind of said some mean things. Um, yeah, and I'm I don't sure, like that. Yeah. I don't like that. And, and of course, like, here's the thing. I, I like the mode. Okay. I do. I, I like the mode, but I mean, we're also a family here. We're a community. Um, we, we just want to support, we, we want to encourage people to be nice and we want to encourage people to be uplifting and, and, uh, and, you know, treat each other, treat each other well. So yeah, there were some, there were some things said that I kind of feel, and Pat agrees with me mm -hmm. that we kind of feel uncomfortable, uh, endorsing that. Cause again, yeah. every, every ad that we put in the magazine is un is an unpaid endorsement by us. So if we put that in there, we're technically endorsing. And, uh, and I just kind of feel like, uh, we're probably going to replace that. I think I'm going to replace it with a bulk slash patch ad uh, because <laughs> that's kind of where I was going anyway. Uh, but we ran out of space, you know, cause, um, so, I'm gonna put something like that, and then we're already starting to think about the next issue. Uh, so there's gonna be a lot more cool stuff in the next issue, but yeah, yeah. we gotta get this one, first one out. So this is sadness, but I mean, at, at the end of the day, like even you even agree, if though, we really, right, like yeah, I do agree. Even yeah. if it's the yeah. we like the device, it's still like we're putting our being like, hey, you know, here's the, this is what we endorse, and it's like it, we're putting our yeah. names out as in 
and it like, might come this we're okay with any, i'm not canceling yeah. anybody either i'm just saying like i'm not like gonna signal boost something that i feel like you know is, might give like, us a bad misguided bad rap exactly yeah yeah and and that's totally fine anyway because guess who like we're promoting we're pro promoting abrasive and the satiator and we're promoting said and the and the fender and those guys need it more anyway so you know those guys yeah. deserve it more but what about uh i mean normally i wouldn't be one to do this but jdmu and the uh the phoebe and the raya because those are technically still in production even though it's impossible we're, we're yeah that's the thing we're promoting things that people can actually read the magazine and be like okay i want to go buy this and they can buy it that's another thing you have to be able to buy it because otherwise i can think of a million things that we could put in there that are also unobtainable um, but it, it's that's the, the thing is that uh, we're 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 endorsing like the the things that we believe are helpful and available to the community. For example, the Retrobit pads are a good uh, it, it's a good solution. You know, they're not perfect, but it's a good solution for folks to be able to uh, replace their corded pads or you know be able to obtain some wireless pads that don't cost an arm and a leg like the IR pads and stuff like that. So, you know, but yeah, I wish I could. I wish I could, but. Again, it's just the the whole process of actually trying to buy one of those is not like a commercial kind of thing. You know, it's a it, you can actually buy those other solutions. So yeah, right, Pat? yeah, no, but we we fully endorse that if you can get any product, it's all pretty much good. It's just like yeah, we can't promote stuff like oh, I can never get it. And it's like it's in the magazine. Oh, I'm sorry, we just sold out. Right. I mean, Pat has Pat has one, but even he in my he agrees, but Yeah. Exactly. So but yeah, um, but yeah, and it might. Yeah. But Pat had a great idea, and I actually like this idea um, of doing like an absolute full-blown extravaganza, uh, several pages comparing all the ODEs, doing like a shootout. Exactly. I think it would, would sound cool, and, and we'd have like a spreadsheet showing you like features, uh, verses, and everything like that, and price and all that stuff. Like, and of course, everything would be included in that. I think that would be cool. Yeah, it's something We're way I need. Over. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. Uh, uh, we'll finish up the the the, the shouts out and thanks. <laughs> Sorry, Pat. So, but yeah, thank thank you again, guys, for supporting us. Um, think think we got pretty much everybody. So uh, for on the Patreon, if I forgot anybody, just yell at me on the thing. Uh, but if you don't, if you don't or you can't support us uh financially in that aspect, you can also uh go to our Threadless store right here on the website and get these awesome shirts. So we got the cool, the cool green, green baby, uh, PCB. We got the Shiro Revolution shirt, which I kind of think is kind of cool. I like the hand. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of cool shirt designs. Of course, the CRT, the chokehold, the classic, classic logos. Uh, you got the classic, classic, uh, right classic. Here. You go classic into logos. like a, and it's got like, what is it? Shiro podcast videos, articles, and news. Yep, all the good stuff. But uh. But yeah, uh, and if you uh, if you can't support us uh, financially in another way, you can also support us on our social media things, so our Facebook groups, Patreon, Twitter, uh, Discord, give us a shout out. So there's all our social media. Let's do a quick walkthrough of our, our Facebook group. Uh, don't look at my text messages. Uh, yeah, actually, I probably should get off that so you don't see my messages. Don't look at his internet history. Don't. <laughs> but yeah, uh, on, our, on our Twitter, look on our Twitter about the school posts. We know uh, what he's about. Sure. Shh. And uh, yeah, share us out, like, subscribe, comment, uh, uh, you know, uh, like our video, thumbs up, ring the bell to no let us notify you when we go live and when we put new videos up. So that's always a good thing. And, and yeah. if you do anything, if you do any cool stuff in the Saturn community, let us know about it and we'll help uh, tell the story. And promote it. Could yeah. Be, yeah, promote it.
Yep. But uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, do you have anything else, Dave, before we head out? You must not forget to play Sega Saturn. That, I said that totally wrong. You must play Sega Saturn. <laughs> but don't forget. Peace. Peace.